The following content has raised its fucks given level to one. We will give one fuck this week. Start the show. I'm just saying. It's one fuck divided equally between the three of us. <laughs> I was just saying. I was saying. Can, we, can I get a refund on my fuck? Absolutely yeah. not. Like, I I don't want to give a fuck. Yeah, I, I, I would actually just take the dollar for my fuck. Yeah. I, I, was, I don't have a fuck in me myself. I'll just defer my share of it to you. So I so it's I, it's just my fuck to give or not give. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black... Your black ass cheat sheet for the weekend foolishness and fuckery. I'm your boy Oz. Wait for it. How long do they have to wait? <laughs> Hit them. I'm D Randall, I guess. Whatever you, you know, whatever. They've the, been asking, where's he at? The boys are back. <laughs> All one people has been asking. I was gonna say, we just have to schedule this nigga. What um, up, Craig? Um are you happy now, Craig Lindsay? <laughs> are you happy now, Devin? Are you are you people happy? <laughs> Jesus. Are you not entertained? Rumors of my demise have been eh, mostly accurate. <laughs> uh, and, of course, as always, your H-E-B value, Drake. The fluent one. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, man. Hill Country Fair, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Simple truth, Drake. Oh shit! <laughs> oh man! No, uh, not the simple truth. I do not cause cancer. Oh shit! Oh boy, I didn't know that. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Everything causing cancer in this motherfucker. Damn. How are you, Randall? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, you know, a, a rare week of uh, of availability. It seems. Yeah. Yeah, he's you know? he has he has not left the project, y'all. Uh, if he, and the niggas on Patreon know this, well, yeah, they, yeah, they get plenty of Randall on Patreon. Uh, so show up for the money. Subscribe, nigga. Um, subscribe harder. I, I'll say subscribe harder. We have uh, uh, well, well, I'll get to that. But yeah, subscribe harder. Um, because Patreon has not missed a beat. Has not missed Randall, uh, not in a single month. Um, we're 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 tr- we're trying to work on something where uh, you at least get some Randall in a where the free show gets at least some Randall in a month. But we have to schedule this nigga because this nigga's booked and busy. You know, I, this nigga's out here living his life. I will say though, man, I've I've been enjoying like what's been going down. It, oh, the, it, it's kind of been refreshing to not hear the sound of my voice. And, <laughs> you know, young Fluent here has been holding it down. Okay, okay. Uh, you know, Lala, you find it. Ariel. I would say, Ariel, oh. we can get her on the side of town. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've, been, I've, been, I've been digging it, man. He, he, is, he is given the blessing. Um, uh, you know, he definitely knew what he was getting when 
uh, when when we put Euphonic on. I'm glad that all of y'all have survived the experience. <laughs> well, he doesn't try to get us <laughs> fucked up. He it, it, those are, well, not always. Uh, there are he's on a couple of Patreons where. Yeah. <laughs> I've learned um, after one episode to have limits. Man. Yep. And, and water. Yeah. <laughs> water. Dad that for that nigga was down. <laughs> Holy shit. Into the episode I was like, I didn't realize there's gonna be three hours. Why am I still drinking? Yeah. It was yeah. three hours because you were still drinking. <laughs> we we did our heaviest drinking back when the podcast was shorter. Back when it was oh, God. sub two hours. Oh we man. Had, we had something to prove. <laughs> but shit. Um, but yeah, that's that's what happens with growth. And that's what happens when for me you're almost I'm almost forty. Right. Jesus. Um shout out to the shout out to the new listeners. What the fuck are y'all doing here? What are y'all trying to prove? What is happening? They're trying to drink with us. Oh, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll take that. You know, grab you some whiskey. I'll say grab pull out a book. I'll say pour yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Get comfortable. Um, shout out to the new listeners. Shout out to the old listeners. Uh, shout out to the first times, the long times, the last times. Shout out to everybody on SoundCloud, uh, Google, iHeart, Spotify, uh, anywhere quality content is disseminated. Shout out to all my niggas on Patreon. Uh, thanks for the money. Uh, shout out to, uh, we did have uh, a gentleman by the name of Just Us who took his his pledge from $1 to $8. Hey, hey, hey. We love you for it. He uh, that merch. It, 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 he, he, yeah, he's after that merch. That merch is coming. Don't worry about it. Um, we're going to hook you up something nice. Um, let's see. Did I have another? Oh, God, there are another, there are more shout-outs uh, for once. Shout-out to uh, Lala. Shout-out to Lala Speaks, who has brought back a new episode of Play No Games Podcast. <laughs> Also available wherever quality content is disseminated. Uh, shout out to, oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday to our resident um, stripper slash correspondent, Ariel, the broke socialite. Um, Ariel will be showing that clavicle, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I miss clavicle? Walk, walking through showing collarbone, you know what I'm saying? All collarbone, bro. I, I, I'm telling you. With no shame shameless for a nominal fee uh she's somewhere she's somewhere i saw her on socials she's somewhere living the lap of luxury um with um with some individual whose whose face can't be shown somebody somebody's son it's so failed so here's here's the thing that i've missed out on uh in the streets women have a thing called a soft open a soft debut or a soft opening, sh- some shit. And you're not talking about a vagina, are you? Sorry? I am not. They 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 show like part of the gentleman, uh, like they show his hand. I yes, I've seen think. the hand. I've seen yeah. the hand. Or they'll like, or or they'll they'll conveniently place an emoji yeah. where the face should be. Yeah, I've seen that. This is called a soft reveal. I call that fear. <laughs> but also, they don't know. If he, but see, what's, what's live about that is they don't know if he's going to work out yet. Uh, and it takes so much work to take down photos when the shit don't work out. That means he, that means they haven't fucked yet. That's what happened. Or, or 
That's how I feel. That means they haven't fucked. They don't know. They don't know if the pipe is good, so they don't know if they don't know if it's gonna be a world tour yet. It's definitely different. I see. Have y'all y'all know Kara J? I know that name. You've heard the name? Yes, I know that name. Kara J. She's a dope poet author. I do know this person. Always is posting about a relationship. This is one of the few women who admits to being toxic. Yes. (laughs) And her growth process. It's all coming back to me now. She probably goes viral like every other week, right? Sure. Oh, she just soft launched her boyfriend that she's been talking about piping down. Oh, you shit. You know what I'm saying? And w- when you got to the part talking about the convenient emoji, yeah. that was how the soft launch went. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's her and him out holding hands. Soft got launch. The emoji over his face. When are the, man, I'm telling you, I, and, and I, I say this with, I say this out of love, and I say this out of uh, admiration, actually. Man, these, these women are ruthless. These women are ruthless. They'll have a soft opening with a nigga one week, and when it and when it don't work out, the next week have a whole new hand buying them dinner. Well, you know, time. Yeah, man, I guess it's a construct. <laughs> time is a flat circle. You gotta hit. With, you gotta hit us with that one. Um, giving flowers this week while they're here. Flowers go to. Um, the the lady legend, Miss Dana Owens, aka Queen Latifah, aka the Equalizer. Give it to him, Queen. <laughs> um still equalizing, by the way. Uh that well. How many yeah. seasons is that on? Strangely enough, it feels like it's like season four. Damn. Okay. Like like that shit's come away. That's what I'm saying. Like I didn't know it was gonna make it past like the pilot episode. You from the mean, initial commercial, well, but. they well they made the first four, so it was going to get past that. Oh. <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't know it was going to get past that. Yeah, that that shit was wild. But um, but didn't they sneak the the pilot after the Super Bowl or some shit like that? Yeah, yes, they that's did. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it was like a big build up, and then it was like, okay, well, what else? I watched the first ten minutes of it, and I was like, this won't make it through half a season, <laughs> and I was wrong. Right, like it's 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 still going. I don't say it, but the but the bar is different for CBS because Hawaii Five O, the new class, went like ten seasons. Yeah, you didn't even know there was a Hawaii Five O, the new class. That was the one with the uh, Daniel Day. I, I was about to say no. Daniel Day Kim. That was the one. Yeah, that was the one with Daniel Day Kim and Scott Con and Scott Con. Yeah. Correct. See, never watched an episode. And this guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Queen Latifah has um this is according to because of them we can dot com. Uh the Oscar nominated actress continues to open doors for the next generation of black creatives with the Queen Collective. It's Women's History Month and Queen Latifah deserves her flowers for the opportunities she continues to create for other women. This year Latifah is rolling her sleeves up and using the Queen Collective to spotlight more black women filmmakers. She will help finance, produce and promote their films while they take the director's seat. Uh, There's a quote from her, I guess. So many pop-ups on this website. Um, Women of color, women period, and people of color, women and non-binary are underrepresented, hugely underrepresented when it comes to film and when it comes to advertisement in front of and behind the camera. After sitting on a panel with Mark Pritchard at this week at this women at this woman's event uh, in New York a few years back, 
we walked off that stage together and we were like, man, we got to do something about this. And he said, yeah, we sure do. Uh, Latifah said, according to Essence. Um, I love this. I, and I love that more people like this are using their platforms in this way to reach back and uh, pull somebody up uh, alongside them. I, I think that's, I think any, any creative venture any, or, you know, any craft you decide to excel at in such a way, I think this is the way. I do. Uh, reaching back and giving somebody the opportunity that you were given. Um, this is part of why um, I am, well, I'm not going to make that announcement yet. Uh, but those of you that know, do indeed know. Um, reaching back is very important. Um and this is kind of and, and and this leads to people feeling confident. We talked last week about how uh Ava did this with Queen Sugar. Yes. All those all those directors and producers um and giving them the opportunities that would uh-huh. not necessarily be afforded in the right. general industry. Correct. Right. You worked right. I worked with this person working on Selma and they had some good ideas. I'm going to bring them on to do, you know, it, you know, episode X, Y, and Z of Queen Sugar this season. Um, and it, it has paid off. It has definitely paid off because I definitely liked um, a lot of their visions throughout that show. And it's a show that uh, I, I, I miss, and I don't think we're going to have uh, something of that caliber for some time uh, that we just did not appreciate. We did not appreciate that show as a staff, as a label, as a crew. I, I stand firm to that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm so happy that Queen Latifah is throwing her is is throwing her resources in with people like you know Issa Rae is big about this. Uh, I believe Quinta is uh, big about this. There's a lot of people that are putting their money where their mouth is, and I'm very happy to see it. Uh, so hit uh uh. Queen Latifah with the biggest air horns. Let's go. Um, going into humans ain't shit. This is where I get a little preachy. I have written down here for my rundown. Don't let the world take away your kindness. Why do I say that? Um, please let's tell us. I don't. I y'all know I am not a fan of the social media self help brigade. I'm not. I. It, it, it's condescending, it's preachy, and honestly, I feel like this new wave, particularly during and coming out of the pandemic, this new wave of new agey self-help bullshit, it's very condescending. Um, it's a lot of people that are teaching these lessons that while they're teaching you how to protect yourself and how to not get hurt, they're also kind of encouraging you to be insufferable and selfish. I I feel that way. Uh, I feel I I I don't like how positive the word selfish has become. Um, I don't like how self centered a lot of this teaches people to be. I can't and 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 I realize that a lot of it is born out of trauma. However. I couldn't imagine being traumatized in a way that would prevent me from being me. 
I don't owe the people that hurt me that. You owe it to yourself to not become the people that hurt you. And a lot of this, I feel like it's just, it's just weaponizing the trauma being hoisted on people. It's just weaponizing it back at other people. And that's the problem with when you build walls is that it keeps everybody out. Oh, maybe not just the people that don't need to be there. And y'all ain't building enough ladders. What 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 do you mean in terms of the weaponization? Because maybe I'm 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 missing the self help weaponization parts. I like this shit about. I'll hear someone go. I don't date people that make this kind, this this amount of money. And it's not just about money, but a lot of it is. I don't date people that make this much this much money. I dated a person that made this much money and it didn't turn out well, so I'm never dating so I'm never dating anyone that makes that much money again. There are terrible people in every tax bracket, y'all. Oh, yeah. Okay. There are terrible people in every tax bracket. And if you don't meet one, if you don't meet one in the tax bracket under you, you're gonna meet one in the, t- in the same tax bracket as you. You are. Oh. I know enough of you. I know enough of you humans to know that y'all are terrible, no matter how much money you make. Or like the thing we were talking about last week with the whole thing about survival. Uh, Randall didn't. Randall missed out on this one, but it was a thing that goes around social media every now and then now that says, "Stay." <clears throat> there are people that are. There are people that were raised in love and there are people that were raised in survival and don't ever and don't ever date the people that were raised in survival because people that were raised in love uh, will do anything for you. And the people that were raised in survival will only do for themselves, which is just not true. There are just as many struggling, poor, whatever you want to call it. There are just as many of those people serving their community as there are people that were quote unquote raised in love. And a lot of you people that were quote unquote, that call yourselves quote unquote raised in love are douchebags too. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely went over that. And I, I mean, I, I agree. And, and I think to kind of piggyback on the, the earlier point that you were making about quote unquote weaponized, um, what was the term you used? Trauma. Weaponized, weaponized trauma. trauma. Yeah. Um, you know, another term has has come to light over the last couple of years, and it's, and I think we've mentioned it before, toxic positivity. Yes. Um, that's the part for me that, that that's kind of been an outgrowth of this. It's, that's annoying as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, because for a lot of those people, they are – I guess trying to convince people to to only focus on um only focus on positive outcomes, only, you know, completely disregard negative things in your life. You know, everything's going to be great. You're going to be, you know, go ahead and claim your success. Go ahead and claim um, you know, whatever money you're entitled to and all these manifest things. Manifest it. Yeah, manifesting it. And I'm like, well, but you're also not telling people to actually work with the genuine trauma and, and, and other things that they have to deal with and, and work through. So that talk that, or as I call it the DJ Khaled school of thought that toxic positivity where everything is great and everyone is blessed and all this, uh, everyone ain't, 
and everyone's not entitled to the same things, unfortunately. Right. You know, people people have to work for the shit. But the flip side of that, speaking specifically to what you were talking about, mm-hmm. the flip side of that are, are people who are presumptive in their approach and saying that whatever you are is not good enough. And if, you know, right. if you're not a man who's making six figures and, and doesn't have, you know, all these other things, then no woman will find you desirable and, and you got to go back to the lab. Which is just not, which is just wrong. And, and I'll go further. I'll go a little deeper. Like I was saying before about the whole thing where, oh, I tried this thing. And I was kind to a person. And it backfired on me. And usually it, there are, there are times when there are people that take advantage of us and take advantage of our kindness. But even in those cases, what I do is a represent is representative of me. What I do is representative of the moral code that I was raised by how they accept it, whether or not they nurture it or appreciate it is a reflection of them. And they got to deal with that. That shouldn't affect how I go forward with my kindness. Yes, and and yes, I'm going to be more watchful of the people that don't appreciate it, sure. Mm -hmm. But these weird, hard stances, putting our foot down about about being and just being less kind, it that doesn't really serve the world at all. And it just means that there's one less decent person in the world. And I don't, I don't feel good about that. So, I mean, just don't let, and we're going, and there's a lot of trauma out here. And there's a lot of things going on um, that seek to take away our joy. And just don't let it. I, I can't stress that enough. Um, don't let anybody make you ashamed of you. You know, and this is something that I have to tell myself sometimes too. Don't don't let those things in, man. Um, it doesn't do anything to serve you. It doesn't do anything to serve the people that believe in you, because those people are out there, um, and those people do want you to win. But they want you. To, but they want you to win. They want you to win on your terms, and you can't do that if you know you fold your own values and beliefs. Um. Every time somebody comes along, anytime somebody comes along and tries to stab you in the back, that ain't cool. You know, I think that's just, I just think that's the best way for you to serve you. Um, Song of the week. I don't usually play something with the, with, with the that it, even if it just has a feature from the same artist two, two weeks in a row. But I found this song not long after we recorded last week. This is a whole bop. Um, and also, I'm always happy to hear Lucky Day on a project. Um, this is S.G. Lewis. featuring S.G. Lewis? S.G. Lewis. This is S.G. Lewis featuring Ty Dolla Sign uh, and featuring Lucky Day called Vibe Like This. Pour yourself something. Get comfortable. We're going to have a good podcast, y'all. And we'll be back with more opinions while black. Let's go. Clap, white people.
for the time I miss. Been around the world, I take you on my next trip. When I pull up, I'ma slide like this. Do your two-step, I do mine like this. AP your wrist, girl, ain't no better time than this. G5, it ain't no flyer than this. Crocodile Birkin, I did it for Steve Irwin. Whatever it takes to get you back, girl, I put the work in just. Ain't no way you wanna go, make the leave of reality. Don't slide on me, do me, it's real as you're feeling me. Now you feel it, the energy. This house for the home is. I know you like diamonds and roses. Tell me what your goal is. I'ma make sure you never know what a lonely is. Yeah. SG Lewis, Ty Dollar Sign, Lucky Day, Vibe Like This. It's worth checking out the video because you see, because you see, you see them all kind of in this kind of 80s vibe playing guitar and playing guitar and shit. I'm definitely adding it to my vibe playlist. Okay, so this is Randall's first time <laughs> at the supervillain lair. I will say this is Randall's first time at the supervillain lair. I've, I've heard about the lighting scheme. Um, uh, uh, show that, do, show do that man, show that man what we're talking about. Oh man, yeah. Oh man. Okay. 
This is really for the evening time. That is. And you see he's got backlit. He's got his little backlit uh, thing over here. Damn, Siri. Got the fireplace going. Oh, shit. Got the counter lights. You didn't even know this nigga had a fireplace. Uh, (laughs) Got the vibe light. And the vibe light is lit up. (laughs) Oh, man. This is. This is this is this is the supervillain layer Shit. of a this is the layer of a pussy. Let me go to Amazon real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is the layer of a true pussy hound. Um Wow. 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 <laughs> Sir. I'm not a pussy hound. Sir. I, well, I'm a pussy connoisseur. You know. Sir. Like. Fair enough. Be going to I'll give it to you. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Um You have to, you know, smell. Wave it around a little bit. Have a nice sip. Have, and have to the waft the whiskey. <laughs> you did not. Not like a not like the wine glass. You know. Oh man. What is what is what is wrong? Who have I assembled today? Uh-huh. It um, tastes better when you give it a little bit of air. I'm saying. Well that okay, fair enough. The whiskey. Fair enough. The whiskey. The whiskey. The whiskey. Okay. We're talking about whiskey. You're the, talking about whiskey. The nigga Somalia. Yeah. I was talking about whiskey the whole time. <laughs> what were you talking about? <laughs> If you gotta wop something else, <laughs> <laughs> um. So what is going on this week? Um. Sadly, we do have an RIP section this week. Um. Rest in peace to Bobby Caldwell. Um. It has not escaped my notice, and I don't want to make this a preachy thing because I because again, RIP Bobby Caldwell. There are times I'll leave it at that. Uh, there's uh, very rarely, someone. very yeah, rarely can there be going. a nigga who captivated the whole culture in no less than three songs. What you won't do? Oh man, everybody. One of uh, another cheat code song. You tried everything, but you don't give up. Um. So. Uh, <laughs> in my world, What I would not do. I mean, you could have just made that song of the week. I feel, yeah, I feel like it would have sounded better. Uh, we we have to do that every now and then. For <laughs> they, we haven't done it. We haven't done it in a while on the free show. <laughs> um, we just wanted an excuse to do that. We haven't done it in a long time on the free show. Um, so I I do want to point out it has not escaped my notice that a lot of you niggas that want to call yourselves gatekeepers. You want to gatekeep blackness? It has not escaped my notice that this is coming from a lot of the same niggas that did not know Bobby Caldwell was white. I feel like that should be entry level. If you're going to call yourself a gatekeeper, that should be an entry level requisite. There's no excuse for that in the internet generation. <laughs> right? <laughs> Remember there was a whole, there were that, that one year, I think it was during the pandemic. There was just that one year where everybody was just losing their shit and seeing an old video of Bobby Caldwell, and he was, in fact, a white man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was during the lockdown, like right during yeah. the first couple of months. And these same niggas wanted to, wanted to uh, preach to us about Bruno Mars and cultural appropriation. Shut your ass up. Um, I do want to say that the blog, uh, some of these blogs get a little out of hand, bro. I did see an article that said, rest in peace, Bobby Caldwell. Here are seven more blue-eyed soul artists that we didn't know were actually white. 
And I did not click on that. That did not get my <laughs> patronage um, because I already knew who was on that list. I already knew it was stupid because I knew all those people were white. I can already tell you who was on the list. I don't even have to read the article. Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald. Uh, maybe, no, Kenny Loggins. We all knew he was white. Maybe Hall of Notes. Probably Hall of Notes. Um, Remy Shand. They always have to dig in the. They always have to dig in the crate for for one one hit wonder. Remy Shan, somebody's gonna say Robin Thick. Back when he was just thick. That yes, yeah. yes, for the beautiful world era, thick. Yes, and then you get the John B. Got to have John B on there. And John, John you, B ain't white. Do you, you do know what they always do at the end of that list though, right? What is it? When you get through the whole list, mm-hmm. they throw. Michael Jackson at the end. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't right. It's because that ain't right. I'm not letting you do. I'm not letting you do that. That ain't right. They do that shit though. It was funny, but it was wrong. <laughs> I will always make that distinction. But don't get me wrong. Funny triumphs. Funny <laughs> always triumphs. Um also um R.I.P. to <clears throat> a prolific actor important to the culture. Lance Reddick, man, yeah. that was a hard one. That was that was tough. Um, everybody knows Lance Reddick from something. I know him from um, my man from The Wire. Wire. He was even on Oz. A lot of y'all. He was about on that. Oz. You're right. Fringe, Fringe. The yeah. the one of the most underappreciated sci-fi series of all time, in my opinion. Uh, he was he was. He was basically his character from The Wire, but on Fringe. (laughs) But (laughs) um, uh, my man, uh, Commander Zavala from Destiny. Oh, man. In the John Wick series also. Oh, and John Wick. And John Wick 4 is coming out. Next week, Friday, Yeah. Damn. Oh, man. Oh, that's that's a rough one. Uh, But we just know him from so many legendary... Legendary roles and legendary voices, man. He was only sixty. Yeah, too young. Super young. Um, yeah, man. Rest in power, man. That's a that's a that's a tough one. I, can, I I'm probably never going back to Destiny. Uh, what? That was my favorite character. He was one of the prime, one of the principal characters of Destiny. It just was not. It's not the same. It's not the same. And and. Uh, one thing Destiny does not do is they do not they don't recast your voice. I, they've only recasted one voice on Destiny, and that was Peter Dinklage, because um, he, ju- he he was doing that, and then he came into the Game of Thrones money. Oh, no. uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So they they made an exception there, but they don't re- like when like Nathan Fillion's character was a was a favorite. When he stopped doing it, they killed that character off. <laughs> 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 So uh, all I know is um, put your put your protective prayers on Gina Torres because I think she's the last OG character um, on on uh, Destiny Two. Uh, so there's that. Um, I was never good enough to meet any of the characters. You didn't get past the like the landing mission. Like it was- I don't. Uh, I don't. I just I I shot things and and I and I ran from things. Oh, you were playing right and then, I, and I died lots of times. Okay, yeah, you played Destiny right then. 
Um, I play NBA 2K. So, I so what he's saying is he shot things. He ran with things. Yes. And uh, <laughs> he did about the same thing. He did what he was supposed to do. And I wafted things. <laughs> <laughs> about right. Um, let's see. Any more RIPs? No. We have to talk about the Oscars. Uh, very specifically, we have to talk about Angela Bassett. Oh, yeah? So, Angela Bassett did not win for Best Supporting Actress. Unfortunately. Uh, as Queen Ramonda um, from Wakanda Forever, which was a wonderful role. Uh, we're going to miss her. Uh, you know, spoiler but not spoiler. Um, she pulled out the rare two vein in the forehead performance did. too. She did. She Have was, I not given enough? Oh man, she ate two that. veins in the forehead. You're correct. You're correct. That is, every role don't get that comparable no. only to the Viola Davis full snot bubble. Yeah. Oh, nowadays you got to pay for the Viola Davis <laughs> snot bubble. <laughs> Definitely got to pay for the vein. Viola Davis don't give a fuck no more. I'm telling you, she picks. She and she. It's not like she hasn't picked good roles, um, but she is. She is giving herself the leeway to be able to phone some shit in. Uh, i.e. Black Adam. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, I just got to show up on a FaceTime and that's about it? Done. Check. Oh, Peacemaker? I just got to show up on a on a FaceTime every now and then? Done. <laughs> you, 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 sometimes when you phone shit in, it's because you've earned the right. Yeah. I just want to say that I called her playing Amanda Waller years before she was ever cast. Oh yeah, she's tailor made. As soon as, as, soon as yeah. they as soon as they said they were doing a DCU, I was like, "Yep, go ahead and uh, put her in that case." There's yeah. there's nobody who's gonna play not Amanda every, Waller better. Not everybody remembers this. Amanda Waller also played by Angela Bassett once. Green Lantern. Oh yeah, Ooh. everybody forgot about that one. On purpose. I mean, a lot of people I, for, forgot about Green Lantern. Yes. I was like, there for was a, a Green reason. Lantern movie. What I, for a reason? I just remember a helicopter. And going, all right, that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> right. No, the racetrack. Yeah, the racetrack. Yeah. Yeah, the little the little micro machines yeah. racetrack. That was stupid. Fuck out of here. Complete waste of Mark Strong and Michael Clark Duncan. Um But back to uh Queen but yeah. So did not win this for this performance. Beat out by Jamie Jamie Lee Curtis uh for everything everywhere all at once. Which I enjoyed, and there's a and and I don't want to defend per se Jamie Lee Curtis, but I also want us to get in this. I also kind of want us to embrace a notion to where when someone like <clears throat> I heard robbed a lot, and for me, robbed is dramatic. Robbed yeah. means it's almost a guarantee that this person should have won. Yeah, this wasn't Macklemore. Beating Kendrick Lamar. This was actually a pretty competitive category. I, th- I that list was stacked. Now, I honestly believe if anyone were robbed, it was Stephanie Shu. Yeah, I, I think she 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 pulled out a phenomenal job. Yes, and yeah. everything everywhere all at once as Joe like, Butabaki, more so than Jamie Lee Curtis did. And and that argument can be made. 
But at the same time, people and then people people did dumb shit. They were like, "Oh well, she was just in the movie this um, this amount of minutes," and they counted the minutes and seconds and shit. Oh Fam, yeah, I, I it's saw a that supporting <laughs> role. <laughs> I saw somebody talking about they had. Uh, well, I saw the two scenes that she was in, and I wasn't very impressed. <clears throat> I was like, "Man, two scenes? Who are they talking about? Jamie Lee Curtis." I was like, clearly, you did not watch, <laughs> you watch any the of the movie. movie because she is in a lot more than two scenes. Also, the, the thing you have to remember is the level. See, and part of this, there's a couple other things that people are leaving out. Part of this shit is political. And the reason I say part of this shit is political is because Jamie Lee Curtis was beating her feet, um, getting the word out about this movie originally when they originally filmed it. And they had, I think they had to stop. Uh, because of COVID, and re- revisited it a while later. But she was she was actively getting the word out and making the rounds uh, about this film and about the level of representation uh, at play here. So I always I always suspect that has some kind of political leaning into the Academy giving them that award. The other thing we need to consider, and I think the thing that nobody has considered, is that even though, yes, shout out to Ruth Carter who won um, uh, Best Costume Design again. Yes. As she did in the previous uh, Black Panther movie. For things like that and best visual and best visual direction and all that kind of shit, that's one thing. But a high profile a high profile award like best supporting the Academy would rather shove a pine cone in their ass than give Marvel any credit on a high profile level like that. They're not, they're not, they're not giving an award like that to a Marvel movie. They won't. They should. They only gave it. They only nominated her for show. They only nominated. I'm convinced of that. They do not fuck with Marvel. I get it, but, it was still a damn good performance. Sure, yeah. sure. I, I, I think, I, I think that the the nomination was a worthy nomination, and her her performance was particularly strong for a Marvel movie, especially yeah, for a Marvel, especially movie. for a Marvel movie. Yeah, I was to say especially for a Marvel yeah. movie. It was probably the best part. Yeah. of the entire movie yeah. was her her performance and almost like the consistency of the character kind of made you feel. Like okay, I know this is fake, but yeah, that feels more real. Yeah, right. Like, she did some genuine acting, acting in that movie. Also, they couldn't let a movie that was essentially dedicated. I mean, as I, I say, and the reason I said nomination for show is because even though they don't fuck with Marvel like that, yeah. they couldn't let they couldn't not recognize a movie that was essentially dedicated to. Um, to solidifying the memory of Chadwick Boseman. They weren't going to, they, they weren't going to do that. They weren't going to let that go uncounted, uh, or else, or else, uh, receive the wrath of the culture. Um, having said that, the Academy just, I, and I'm, I stick true to this. The Academy just does not fuck with Marvel movies the long way. They don't. I, I and think, if there had been anybody else, if it had been Letitia Wright, she she wouldn't have gotten it either. Oh yeah, no. But yeah. I think Marvel movies aside, uh, you know, if 
know. In my in my opinion, I, I still think Stephanie Hsu turned out the the strongest supporting actress performance of anyone nominated in that category. I can ride with that. I can ride with that. I, I think Jamie Lee Curtis was just as surprised as everybody else. <laughs> she got right. It. She was right. like, what, shut up? Huh? She did what? not know she was going to be up there. Now, I will say, having said that, and having said that uh, the movie that that movie had a really good night, did it, was there a dry eye anywhere in America when my man uh, Brendan he he who Kwan short top <laughs> short round short round my bad why did I say short top short round was there a dry eye in the fucking house when he accepted that award Nah, man that now. When people talk about it, and, and, and you know, I dare people that are going to get a little too political about what he said. But when people talk, when, when especially when people from from other countries talk about the American dream, that's what they're talking about. Well, yeah, you know, and I, I've always been one of those people where I feel like the American dream is a lie. But it's not. It's not a lie for people like that. It's not. I was born here. I was born here and raised here. For someone who came here for that, it's very real, and I salute him. That because he he's just so fucking earnest. He really is. And yeah. I, yeah, salute to him, man. And, I, and I'm definitely I'm looking forward to seeing him working some more. Um, and of course the great Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, I did not know before this week that Michelle Yeoh. Uh, did not actually know any form of like martial <laughs> not, arts or kung fu. She has not been trained, formally She's trained to martial arts. Any of that. Yeah. She was she was just she did ballet. And she just she just, you know, took those skills and applied it. That's amazing. Michelle Yeoh is a go, is a goat level actor that we don't discuss enough. Which is why I think it is great that they actually incorporated that into a meta level where everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes. Like, they literally used mm-hmm. her own footage of her as an actress as B-roll. Yep. They took one of the storylines mm-hmm. of her being a dancer and then combined that from one of the alternate lines yeah. with the martial art. And it's just like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. This is like literally her story, yeah. but not her story, but her story. People can say what they want, but that was an incredible film. That was an incredible film they filmed in, like, um, I think they said they filmed that like a little more than a month. It was yes. genuinely my favorite film of last year. Probably my favorite film in the last decade. Yeah. I, I, I really, I, I saw it four times in theaters. It, it was. It's in my top ten. Yeah. It was. Like, all time. Yeah. Shout out to Craig Lindsay because he definitely jumped in my, jumped in my, in my notifications. When, uh, the moment he saw it, it was like, please go see everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. I was not outside to go see it like that, I but I would have. Um, that that was so. That was my big um, movie from the, of the year. That and, I'm ashamed to say that and Top Gun Maverick. What's wrong with Ma- Maverick, bro? That was a fun movie. So, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick was terrific, but it's one of those things where you say you, you you have to be careful what company you say it in. You can't say it in front of the snobs. What snobs? I Point mean, them out. I got a I got a sidewinder for their ass. I think it was. I honestly, I think it was a good story. I think it was a technical masterpiece. I'll and, say it was well filmed. It was very much. It was. It was about as America fuck yeah as you can get without being without being outright America yeah. fuck yeah. It's yeah. not like you know Jonathan Majors doing an army commercial. 
But <laughs> wait, Jonathan Majors did an army. Commercial? Oh, he watch TV. Recently, Are you fucking serious? He like it for over two hundred and fifty years. The U.S. Army is blah blah blah. So why don't you join today? What the fuck? Oh, he's getting all his <laughs> checks right now. Oh shit! I all mean, his checks. You I'll did, say you did call his success coming. The bag was out. Yes, I yeah. did. The bag was on the way. No bag um, goes unturned. But I do appreciate, and you're right. I do appreciate that. For me, and this is as somebody that was a huge. Top Gun fan uh, growing up. Yes. That they didn't, like, even though that level of patriotism and all that shit was there, and even though there was a little bit of that, you know, those politics, because it was the 80s, it was never the focus of those movies. Like, it was never the focus of those movies. And it was never, and it wasn't the focus, like, it wasn't the focus of Maverick. You, if you have to be listening very closely to hear that they're bombing Russia. Oh, is that the, is that the commercial? Oh, shit. Here's a personal question for you. When you look into your future, <laughs> is that Jonathan Majors walking in front of the forefathers? Yes. So he's a freed slave? Because <laughs> I'm confused right now. So now his outfit on the Oscars makes sense. Yeah, that nigga, that, that nigga was dressed like a... Uh... When you said an army commercial, I was not... They got him as John Henry? This nigga is walking, wa- walking by while they're, while they're working on the railroad. Now he's walking through World War I Now he's trenches. in the trenches. Uh, Jonathan Majors don't give a fuck, boy. We, we on we on Normandy now. What the fuck? He's calmly walking through the Battle of Normandy. You know, niggas <laughs> just dying next to him, and he's politely turning his head. It, he's on the football field. What? Look at it, man. Yeah, boy. Oh yeah, the army saved everyone in Katrina. Oh my god. No bet. There is no bag this nigga will not turn down. <laughs> Get it while you can, man. Nigga, hit, hit Jonathan Majors. Man, hit Jonathan Majors with the air horns, dog. I bet you they hit him right after he did. What was that movie he did? Devotion? Yes. I, I bet they hit him right. Hey, man, before you leave set. We need you to do one more thing. Oh, yeah, have y'all seen that? No, Did that no. come out? No, it it's, came out. it's out. It, it, yeah. I think it's on streaming. Nobody saw it. Okay, nobody was gonna watch that. It came out right around. It's, said, hi, it's like him. Saw. It's him and the second most punchable face in Maverick. That guy was in Maverick too. Yeah, he's the most punch. He's the maybe the maybe the second most punchable face in that movie. I want to punch him every time I saw him. Get it while you can. He was talking a lot of shit. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> Jonathan Majors, I'm I'm with it. I'm with it. And he must have came right off the. He must have came right off that set and came right to the Oscars and got up there with Michael B. Jordan <laughs> and consoled Angela Bassett <laughs> for not winning while dressed like John Watson. I don't know, man. When you look like when you look at the facial expressions, I think Mike and Jonathan had two different things. Because <laughs> Mike was Mike was just like, hey, Ani. Yeah. And Jonathan right. Majors was like, what's up, Bonnie? 
I'm telling you, I'm telling you, now that he is in his bag, he don't give a fuck. And I, I, I believe he's married, but he gonna give you a look because he because they were interviewing because they were getting interviewed by that chick. Y'all see that shit? They were getting interviewed by that sister, and then she got up, and both of them were looking at that ass. Hey, if anybody knows who that was that was interviewing those two gentlemen, y'all can send me that link or that social media information because i i want to I want to experience what those gentlemen experienced. (laughs) Because that silhouette was looking thick as fuck, dog. And, you know, they both knew that they were on camera, so they didn't give a fuck. That they at were. all. At all. I Man, I commend these niggas. And they say they want to do more work together in the kind of like uh, De Niro and Pacino did. I think that would Ooh. be good. I want it. I'm ready. Let's go. Ooh. Let's go. Let's go. You want, I, I want to want, I want, see these niggas, these Just, niggas out here are haters, dog. I want a movie that I could take my girl to and get her all wound up. They're wound up. I guarantee they are wound up. Dan, shout to Danny, who was on this, who who has been on this podcast before. Danny talking about she was she go she brought her rose to Creed three. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. I believe her too. Also, so uh, there you go. I'm I, I'm at a group she, text, and the response that came in. Was that them little bears from Charmin can't even contain all the moisture in this theater? I guarantee I went and saw Creed three, and I can and I can agree. It was a lot of <laughs> it was. I saw a lot of women uh, looking very excited the whole movie. I saw a lot of niggas who looked dragged to this and wanted to sneak out and go see Quantumania. Oh, also also starring Jonathan Majors, by the way. <laughs> I mean, when you're number one and number two, fam, we. That deserves air horns. That's a lot. Um, uh, moving forward, uh, yeah. Shout to, uh, shout to Auntie. Oh, that is. You know, I don't want to leave that yet. I do want to ask one thing. I, I heard this on another podcast. I, I heard this opinion on another podcast. I've heard similar opinions going around in terms of Angela Bassett, um, not winning that award, um. And somebody was like, well, they need to create more opportunities for older black women. Um, and was addressing black creators that they need to create more opportunities for older black women the way they did, the the way that it was done for um, Jamie Michelle Yeoh. Or Michelle Yeoh. I mean, well, yeah. Loretta Divine doesn't have trouble finding work. Uh, right but i think the argument was made that outside of a certain lane i got you now do we is now do we think there's credence to that or do we think that there's a validity there well i I wouldn't even say this necessarily that we're not making enough opportunities for i wouldn't even say it's black creators that's a general theme of hollywood right Mm. is that um when you get to especially if you're someone who is not who is who is considered the young beautiful right mm-hmm. they don't want to recast you when you're no longer that beautiful person and right. that's not just it's it's definitely centered on women like yeah. don't get me wrong on that that yeah. also translates over to to men uh, yeah with to a certain extent so, so when you yeah, think i'll like, say to a degree yeah because yeah, less because bruce willis 
can keep doing movies until his dementia is fully blossomed. And, well, it's it's fully blossomed. Yeah, he, he can't speak anymore. And Sly Damn. Stone, you know, I would say he, he's going to beg and plead to be in Creed Four. Yeah. yeah, guaranteed. I mean, he's he's going to do what he wants to do. Yeah. But I mean, there, that's not a that's not as much of the casting issue in terms of the beauty standard, right? Like I, when it comes to like for, for men, yeah. like with women, like it's like okay, well. Um, you you've gained weight, so we can't cast you. Or your your face is no longer botoxed to to yeah. the heavens, so but we can. No the ageism cast for women you, is right? definitely is definitely heavily skewed against women. And it's, since we were talking about it, to reinforce that point, since we were talking about it, Top Gun Maverick had exactly that issue because Kelly McGillis said she wasn't she wasn't going through all that uh, Marvel workout shit. Yep. Uh, to do that movie. And so they brought in a one-line reference to an admiral's daughter and created a whole character out of it. I'm not going to lie to you. As somebody who's, somebody who's an enormous fan, I was happy to see Penny Benjamin. And I was happy to see that Penny Benjamin had a, had a life outside that one line and that, too, she was, in fact, Jennifer Connelly. <laughs> I, was, I was made very happy by this. I will never turn down a Jennifer Connelly cameo. <laughs> Holy shit! She's and she looked mad good too. Jennifer Connelly, Oz proving our points. <laughs> Jennifer Connelly, all time, all time. Starts conversation. Do you think there's the validity to this question? Confirms. Confirms. <laughs> all time top five Becky in her prime. Yeah, man. Yeah, in her prime. Is she still in her prime? Because it Ooh. seems like it. She ain't higher learning. Okay. Like, did you see higher learning? Yeah, she 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 higher learning bad. Okay. Um, she no for me it was Rocketeer bad. That was my that was my Jennifer Connelly experience. She looks the same to me. Close to it. Close to it. Whichever movie it was, if she was trapped in Target. (laughs) Trapped in Target. Yeah. (laughs) What the? Um. Oh, it was it Airheads? No, it wasn't Airheads. It was. Oh, it was. Uh, it was not a good movie. No, no, yeah, it was no. Bad. That doesn't sound like a good. But movie. that was, that sounds like I need to pour up. It was bad. I can't think of it. Um, I know, but I know the exact one you're talking about. Um, because the only one I can never just name right off the muscle. Career opportunities. Yeah, it was bad. Oh. It was a John Hughes movie. Yeah, well, by the way, <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so yes, the age, the ageism is present and you know, my point did not hit, my point didn't help any. She had them bushy eyebrows too. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. She was like, oh yeah, yeah, I definitely remember that. She was, and again, Rocketeer is one of my favorite movies, so I'll always remember her in that, in all them badass dresses. Man, I think I only watched the Rocketeer one time. And I never got to like catch it on TV. Every time it was like going to be the end, or it was like the middle or something, and I hated starting like movies that weren't at the beginning. Joe Johnson is a wonderful director, and we know this because he did The Rocketeer. And when they when they figured out they were gonna when they figured out they were gonna make this other uh, high profile movie years later into like a old, old Republic serial looking movie like The Rocketeer, they went and called who? Joe Johnston. The and the result was Captain America: The First Avenger. Huh. Okay, I I get I see it. Huh. I see. So, huh. 
Give that man a budget and show his, he'll show his ass. Instead of Jennifer Connelly, you got Haley Atwell. I was say, also not a bad deal. Um, she's supposed to be a Mission Impossible, but yeah. Anyway, um, good series. Uh, let's see what do we got here? Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry and Diddy, respectively, are apparently um, Why do looking. We have to respect them. <laughs> <laughs> um, both individually are looking to buy controlling stock in BET, mm. and so that BET can, in fact be black owned again um i appreciate guys i appreciate the effort here's the problem you're tyler perry and diddy yeah if let me tell you something you don't want the house of brown network (laughs) bt under tyler perry and diddy rule will be nothing Will be nothing but wall to wall Tyler Perry sitcoms and voter die t shirts, guaranteed. <laughs> Get, I, and, and oh, and um, random Breakfast Club clips. You know that would be pretty fun. Have you seen the Revolt Channel? No. Exactly. Yeah. It's, Is it revolting? It, it's rough. It's rough. It's very rough, and especially when he really got in his podcast bag. And decide everything was gonna be every everything was gonna be kind of translatable to a podcast. It's rough. It's rough. Uh, I just see there was that show. Of, I've I can say to this day I've never liked the Revolt podcast. Officially, Justin, which was like Justin LeBoy and Justin Combs, that bullshit. Um, Carisha. I appreciate it for the for the fans for that demographic. Not my thing. I would ne- if up to me. I would never put Carisha as the a mic of a podcast. I wouldn't. Um, the Breakfast Club, I believe, technically is a revolt podcast at this point. Uh, Drink Champs, no. Yeah, that's what revolt looks like. Or looked like the last time I watched it. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It's not good. Um, now, I don't how, even think they broadcast in HD, man. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> and he is dead serious too. I I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think they do. Um, I think they broadcast like 480p or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I could get a 480p. I could get a 480p TV right now at Walmart. Twenty five dollars for twenty five ninety nine. That shit looks boxy on your, on your fucking phone, man. <laughs> Still four three. Aspect looks like yeah. two, looks like two Raider one. <laughs> Damn. Um, now, Damn, not the two. No, definitely one. Just some just a, just some boxy titties and. Backflips. Just polygons. Just different. Um, now, there's another rumor that someone else, uh, who is mentioned quite a bit on this podcast, uh, is out for controlling stock of BET. Uh, Mr. Byron Allen. Uh, I know I know Diddy and Tyler Perry got long money. I wouldn't want no problems with I, I wouldn't I'd get the fuck out of the way. I wouldn't want no problems with Byron Allen. Byron Allen is the quietest kept nigga because he doesn't rap. 
or wear a dress. Is is there actually a bidding war? We don't know. We don't know that there. We don't know that there's a bidding war. And I suspect this is one of those bidding wars where I suspect if if it were taking place, we would never know about it until it was done. We're too poor. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. Let's we call should it know shit is. about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing that this even got out. I heard Bill Cosby was trying to buy BET. <laughs> Oh man, Bill Cosby barely bought bail. This nigga, and, and 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 guess what? You weren't here for that. That nigga is going on tour. Oh yeah, that nigga is going on tour. Because one thing, black people will always forgive you. If OJ Simpson did a tour right now, niggas would go and it would sell out. I mean, but niggas wasn't yeah, mad at OJ. Yeah, but we have no. I don't necessarily think it's out of forgiveness. Always, I think niggas have a weird intellectual curiosity. Because if you talk about that shit in the barbershop, what's a nigga gonna do? They gonna go? I might go see that shit just to see what he's talking about. That's how I ended up seeing New Jack City live. <laughs> <laughs> Actually slapped. Y'all, y'all, <laughs> y'all have to subscribe to Patreon immediately. This nigga told me that he went and saw New Jack City. I had a, I had a rundown for a Patreon episode. This nigga told me that he went and saw New Jack City, the musical. Yes. Wait. I threw that whole. Yes. I threw that whole fucking rundown out the window. I've yes. been hearing live the last like eight times we've mentioned this. You don't, I did you not don't know it was a musical. You don't know. You don't realize it until you get there that it's a musical. So, like, when you say like a musical, like, is it more like Chicago a musical, or you know, Guys and Dolls musical, or a Tyler Perry? It musical? is none of those. You just got to listen to the episode. You have to listen to the episode. (laughs) I will send you a hard file of the episode. You have to hear this Remember that that movie has a soundtrack. Got it. Got it. If you want to hear Randall's description of New Jack City, the musical, you must subscribe to Patreon. You must. Now, second only to that, and probably not quite as exciting. Also, a few weeks ago, I did attend... Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson's um, ah, yes. event here. Yes. I, I event to go. doing what? He had a, he had a talk. He um, had a talk about the delusions of space enthusiasts. Yes. I wanted to go, but I was working. Three solid hours. It was actually good. Yeah. It was actually good. Well, they're just handing out TED Talks and one-man shows, ain't they? It was actually good. He's been doing tours, though. Yeah, he's been doing Oh, okay. T- that's, that's kind of like his bag is, you yeah. know, he, every, every like couple of years, he'll put together a particular set of tours. Um, sometimes it's like introductions to astrophysics and astronomy, that kind of stuff. Or Fair enough. Um, he has a list of about 30, so he has a list of about 30 presentations that he, that he does, and any time a city wants to book him, he goes, okay, here's a list of presentations. Pick the one that you want me to do. And because we're in Houston... They chose the delusions of space enthusiasts. Actually really good. Wow. Okay. All right. He basically talks about how 
America is just really all like, yeah, we're the, we the baddest motherfuckers out here because of all the uh, advancements that we've made with space travel and whatnot. He's like, well, actually, <laughs> yeah, we wow. only we only kind of mediocre compared to everybody else. But but talking about how space travel and the pursuit of it has affected American culture over the last sixty years, mm-hmm. you would not think that that would be a captivating talk. I but mean, it was good. Neil deGrasse Tyson is a charming dude. By, he's, a, he's a charismatic dude. I think he could pull it off. By far the nerdiest thing I've ever been to. And I've been to Comic-Con several times. By far the nerdiest thing. So. So many old interracial couples there. Not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to talk about. And I know you guys haven't watched it yet. We have to talk about Swarm. We are talking about Swarm. We are in fact talking about Swarm. All right, I'm about to watch it in like 30 seconds. Swarm, for those of you that don't know, uh, we didn't, and I don't think I, I don't think we talked a whole lot about this when they when they announced that this was coming. Um, and you know, y'all know how Donald Glover is. This is basically Donald Glover's creative, directorial, and production follow up to Atlanta. Um, he directs the first episode, but he mostly produces and has written it alongside his brother and someone else that I can't think of right now. But basically, um, let's see, it's starring Dominique Fishback, who I've been a fan of that does not get enough shine from Judas and the Black Messiah, um, Chloe Bailey, uh, Damson Idris is in it. And basically, it is it is a dark comedy kind of making fun of the beehive which is dangerous territory the beyonce beehive the beyonce beehive okay mm-hmm. and he does not run away from this fact either because he tells you the 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 disclaimer in the beginning of the show every episode tells you any any likenesses to any to any real life entities is completely intentional and he leaves it there and then gives you what he gives you and they don't shy away from any aspect of the hive in terms of their social kind of their social media presence he um uh, and it is about a young lady played by Dominique Fishback i did not know, i always thought she was thicker than that um and i had a crush on her so i didn't i didn't know she looked this good um she uh, basically has an, an obsession with a fictional character, a fictional artist that is very much in the likeness of Beyonce, except she's like super dark skin. Um, and her obsession with this character turns kind of ugly. And, it, it, you know, she's very awkward and it, alienates her from people and even her sister who is played by Chloe Bailey. Um, and at some point in the first episode, very quickly, it turns extremely dark and it turns into kind of a very bloody series from there on. Um, y'all, it sounds batshit crazy when I explain it, it's equal parts funny. It's unnerving. 
It's terrifying at times. And it's head scratching. All of this in a good way. Each episode leaves you like, huh. Well, that happened. I mean, and if you've seen an episode of Atlanta, you kind of understand what I'm talking about. Um, but by the end of the episode, you're like, yeah, I'll click on the next one. Um, some of the appearances are odd. Paris Jackson is in this is in this show. Oh, good for her. She's still around. <laughs> I mean, she's a kid. Ish. She uh, no, she's she grown. An adult no, now. she grown, grown. No, she she grown, grown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's she grown, I mean, grown, grown. Up. I don't understand. She got at least be in the mid twenties at yeah. this point. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Billie Eilish is in this. Um, there's Chloe, a couple of Chloe Bailey. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, pivotal role. Damson Idris is in it. Uh, it is filmed. I know at least the first episode is definitely filmed in Houston. Yeah. I think I heard something about a Timmy Chan's reference. Uh, Timmy Chan's. There was a Timmy Chan's reference. Uh, oh. there was an A-Leaf reference. Damn. Uh, the, a big part of it takes place in Sharps. Uh, part of the first episode takes place in Sharpstown Mall. Little known fact. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Here we go. This is what makes that very meta. You know, a lot of people a lot of people believe that Beyonce is from Third Ward. It's not true. No. Beyonce is from the Southwest Side. She attended, she attended Welch Middle School, which is in the Sharpstown area. Real heads know. Real heads know, and apparently Donald Glover knows. I'm just letting y'all know. They talk about the Southwest Side a lot. They talk mm-hmm. about A Leaf a lot. She's really from the Southwest Side. She is really, yeah. I'm the, just the, letting y'all know. They don't talk about they don't talk about that because the Southwest Side is the real hood. It's the hood hood. One of my new coworkers, he's he's like fresh out of college. Poor kid. He's like maybe a year in, got hired during the pandemic. We're just now coming back to the office. Mm-hmm. And we're doing a little social the other day, talking about some stuff. And he was like, oh, you know, well, growing up at my parents' house, our house got broken into a couple times, but eventually it stopped because they realized we didn't have anything. <laughs> and they're like, well, where do you stay? Well, it's a, I'm in A-Leaf. A-Leaf. And I was like, oh, you from the squat. Okay. You know what, young man? I <laughs> They don't know. Yeah. The rest, of the, the rest of them, they don't know over in the Clear Lake area. But I understand exactly what you were saying. Yes, sir. <laughs> So, and one thing about people from A Leaf, they will let you know that they're from A Leaf at all times. <laughs> at all times. Oh man, I don't. I I don't really. Well, no, I don't really be in A Leaf like that. I mean, you shouldn't be. I. The only time you hear about A Leaf anymore is when somebody gets robbed from somebody they met on Plenty of Fish, um, or when Mo is on Netflix. Oh yeah, shout out to Mo and Mayor. Yes. Um. Keeping work, even if it is in Black Adam. You know, he was the best part of Black Adam. That's not a high bar to clear. I mean, but he was, it's still true. He was entertaining. He was good. I, I agree. He, he was, was entertaining. Um, but yeah, Swarm is amazing. I, 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 and, and it's amazing. And like, have I decided, do I love it or hate it yet? I haven't decided. And I'm on it. I'm on episode four. I'm compelled. I am super compelled. And I'm more amazed that the hive has not has not taken out their frustrations 
on Donald Glover because they uh-huh. take very obvious shots. It's not like it's it's not thinly veiled. I mean, if you've seen Atlanta, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's I, not thinly veiled. They're taking shot shots. I think he'll be okay. Also, it's it's time for us to stop being afraid of the hive. Yeah. Yes, you know, grab your swords and your armor. Just we we got to stop being. My name is Oz, by the way. We got to stop being <laughs> <laughs> afraid of that. Yes, I too am Oz. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> Fuck the hive. Be y'all. Oh, y'all's a wild. Fuck niggas, the barbs man. too. <laughs> no, no, I'm cool with that. Fuck the barbs. Okay. Yeah, for for real. Fuck the barbs. We stand in unity with the evil the barbs. Mo- <laughs> evil motherfuckers. That was that one fuck that we all had left. I guess. <laughs> that, that's the one. <laughs> um. So, and also, I suspect this is going to be considered Dominique Fishback's um pivotal, like break breakaway performance. Um, she really goes ten toes down into this character. I loved her in Judas and the Black Messiah. She did a really good job. This is something else completely. Whether you end up loving or hating this show, she is the big takeaway. Yeah. And, I will, I will watch it this week and, and see what it is. And, of course, there's Damson doing what he thinks American niggas do. Um, good for him. So how many episodes is it? It's like seven. Seven? Okay. It's a limited series. So what I'm thinking is I need to cook and then like binge watch the whole thing. It's doable. With some whiskey and a cigar. It's doable. I it, yeah. I wouldn't, I don't know if I would recommend binging. It's a little heavy. It's not as heavy as Euphoria. Okay. So you're not going to you're not going to feel drained by the end of the episode. You're going to be more like Huh. What? All right, let's go. Sure. I mean, that's generally yeah. how I feel about life when the sun comes up as I'm trying to go to bed. Wow. Like when the like when the credits are playing. Like when the credits are playing and they and they're like next episode in 10 seconds or whatever. Yeah. You're going to have a, like that's going to be your big decision time. Like <laughs> Do I, I need to take forward? a do I need to take a break? <laughs> um but yeah, I I I uh, I appreciate what Donald what Donald is trying to do. Um mm. in his own afro they call it they have it's a word now, afro surrealism. I love it. I'm here for it. I like afro surrealism. Um I didn't even know I didn't well honestly he taught me something because I didn't even know what Billy Idols looked like until uh watching the show. Wow. So it, so I learned something I didn't know. Um I did have one more thing. I'm I don't really eh, I'm not gonna talk about it. I don't feel like talking about Martin Wayans. Um The Fall of Adam twenty two and No Jumper. Those of you that listened to the podcast last week know we had quite a bit to say about Adam-22 interviewing Richard Spencer on his podcast. A lot's happened since then. So, again, reiterating, Adam-22 is a white boy. Yep. Adam-22 is a white boy who I didn't know until today. His last name is like Grand Mason, Grand Grand Mison. Um, that just sounds racist. That just sounds like a racist last name. Grand Mason sounds Something racist like, to you. That's fuck. 
Sounds like fuck. he's gonna go build something for me. Sounds like he owns something and he's gonna and he's gonna go to Home Depot and make other people build it for him. Or, or that you know something's getting built though. Like right. he's clearly in construction. That's all I'm saying. Sounds like someone who hasn't done a day of work in their life. And Adam Twenty Two is a personality within. I I regret to say within the culture who does hip hop based podcasting, or at least that's where it went. And so since then, a lot's happened. Um, who would have thought that a podcast largely em- that largely employs black personalities that those black personalities would have heard an interview with Richard Spencer where he was never held to task for any of the white nationalism he represented, who would have thought that the black people employed there would have a problem with that? Well, they did. I don't know how they lasted that long. (laughs) (laughs) And and so, um, let's see. AD quit. House phone got fired. Lush got fired. I think Lush Lush got fired on air, I believe. Um because he want he decided he wanted to go in a different that he was thinking about going in a different direction away from hip hop culture and away from black culture. Um and had not consulted them and this really just le- just lends itself to the ongoing idea of white people that are visitors in this culture that will use the culture for all it's worth and then up and decide on a dime, I don't want to be involved with this nigga shit anymore. And sure enough, you have people that signed up with him that are no, that are kind of out that this platform hinged on that are out of a job. And so not only that, that's not even the best part. Best part is, um, Adam 22 got exposed on his own platform, on his own podcast. Wait, this is the part that I'm confused. How how did he get exposed on the podcast? He had he had them on his guests, I want to say. Oh, okay, continue. And it it was there were some gentlemen. I don't know if y'all know that on TikTok they have a whole like they have a whole genre of to catch a predator. Basically, there are people that use TikTok specifically to trap and expose pedophiles. Awesome. It turns out Adam Twenty Two is among them. They exposed him on his own on his. Uh, I believe it was a live. <laughs> um. <laughs> on his live in person wait, that he wait, had it that was he live? it was live. He had he 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 had to stop the broadcast and delete it later. Um, that he had been exposed as having relations with a sixteen-year-old girl, mm. which was confirmed by some by Lil Pump, who knew the girl. And was like, "Oh yeah, she's the same age. She's the same age as me, and I know I was sixteen at the time. So the yeah, boy, the little boy looks like Punky Brewster. <laughs> okay. I'm not doubting him. I'm not doubting him. Just what? Just establishing that we're talking about the same person. Yeah, that is the, little the little nigga who was in the video with Kanye wearing square shoulders, looking like <laughs> Minecraft. Okay. Just making sure." 
Yes, Lil Pump exposed the fuck out of exposed the fuck out of him. It was like, yeah, I know that girl. Yeah, she was. I, she was. We were definitely the same age, and I know I was sixteen. So, yeah, fuck that pedophile. Fuck that pedo. Fuck him. And your shit. Can, I'm just saying, when it comes from a bad, disingenuous place, your shit can go out the door just that quickly, just that quickly. I, you know, he thought, and he thought he was on top of his game because there's a couple of, there's a couple of podcasts out here that have, uh, fired their quote unquote sidekicks and thought they were going to flourish tomorrow, and we have not heard from them since. Um, or the quality has gone so far and so far in the toilet, you're so desperate as to hire, uh, as to hire video models. Um, from the early 2000s to be on your platform. Um, definitely not looking at you, Joe Budden. Um, hey, I, hey, I, I, I like seeing Melissa Ford still getting work just as much as anybody, but we all know what that's for. I mean, it's, it's, one of the to- it's for the views. It's one of the top. Let me tell you something. I'm going to go view. And this is this is advice. <laughs> I mean, you can. This is one of the top corniest things that podcasters can ever do is go and get a high profile woman just so the other three, the other three or four men can just vehemently disagree with her at all times. Wait, and make all of her opinions sound stupid. Uh, that is not the angle I thought you were going to go with that. No, no, if they if they're not fucking, they're going to disagree with her. Wow. You didn't know that's how it was? No, no. Well, I, If a I woman don't... is not actively fucking you, you have to disagree with everything that she says and demean her. No, no. Wait. Yep. That's how. That's... It's the first rule of Manosphere podcast. That's what I'm saying. What? Yep. In order I to... thought those were just like highlights of stupidity. No, not, sir. not the norm. If you truly want to be a toxic Avenger. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, let me go grab my mop. <laughs> I'm prepared. You have to presume that the woman wants to fuck you. And when she says that she does not want to, then and only then are you allowed to demean her and diminish every opinion that she states. Wow. That's the way of the world, sir. It's true. Where have you been? Where have you been? It's true. Have you not read from the book of Derek Jackson? No, I use that for fire. Oh, there's some. Oh, there's my some, fire. The twenty third Psalm of Kevin Samuels, sir. Are you not? Oh, there's some local podcasts. I have a good too. grill outside on the patio. <laughs> there's some local podcasters that pull this shit. You know, yeah. you know, you know. We'll talk off air. Oh, um, look, man, look, I don't know. Yeah, we'll talk off air. Yeah, we'll talk off air. It's cool. Um. That is not the angle I thought you were going to say when you have a high-profile woman on your podcast. No. You, no. If you're trying to uphold the standards of the He-Man Woman-Hater Society, um, which is an offshoot of the National Brotherhood of Niggas Who Don't Go Outside and Masturbate in the Tube Socks, you have to bring her on your podcast and disagree with her. And tell her what women do. Huh. This is the first step in misogyn in misogynist podcasting. Yeah, there, I, there, there is no way. I mentioned Joe Budden, Joe, Joe Budden, so that should be a clue. Nope, there's no way. I think I could like bring myself to put myself in that level of danger with the type of women that I know. Well, that's like 
Because you know women with sense. I, I think I would rather run out into traffic. Because you know women with sense that. that would stand up for themselves. Like, we we going to film the episode on I-45. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that would be safer. Might correct. Than me trying to bring someone on just to argue and demean them. What? No. No, I'm good. That is a great place for us <laughs> to take a quick break. We'll be back with more foolishness and fuckery. Y'all know what this is. Sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this whole I'm gonna do this whole shot. He's here. gonna do the rest of the shot. More yeah. power to you, man. That's y'all are in for a treat for the, the rest shot, of this episode. Oh my god. <laughs> that was a blast. That was a mistake. Oh. That was a full clip, sir. Sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. <laughs> Pour up. I'm gonna change that first part. Clap white people. <laughs> Can we get some non-denominational claps in here someday? That was a that, <laughs> that was a mistake. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated, and so help me God. I might be drunk. I'm, I'm, I'm at least tipsy. I'm a little tipsy. That's, a, that's, that's not accurate. I'm tipsy. He is not sober. Give I'm, him about I, five more minutes that for that last fault. shot to kick in. Yeah. Then he'll be drunk. The, I am the antithesis of sobriety. Boy pulled out the extendo clip on that last <laughs> shot. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to take this as a shot. <laughs> I, was, I, was trying, you know, I was trying to keep shit exciting, and... You know, here we are. Um, it's about to be exciting. It's time for White People Must Be Stopped. This is why I don't fuck with white people. Trump, Trump, Trump. Going to jail, jail, jail. Maybe. We'll see. Possibly. Yeah, I, I doubt it. He said, now I, and I took this the wrong way because I was at work and I come home and they have told me that Trump said he's going to jail on Tuesday. And I I got excited, y'all. I did. I'm, I'm unashamed. Um, but it's coming from him. Uh, right. Then I realized. Then, they, then the guys just told me that, that that was according to him. So he is clearly trying to make himself the martyr. Um, aren't they still litigating his whole thing? Aren't they like introducing more witnesses? Yes, there's uh, okay. another witness that's supposed to be scheduled for tomorrow on Monday. Um, then there's there's still more. I think they they're they're processing the indictments that are going to be coming out of uh, at Georgia. Uh, yeah, there's 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 a couple things in work. They're still subpoenaing people for no. the the special counsel with you know Jack. So. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm still I'm still excited at the at the prospect of uh Trump going to prison. But he's also using this really as a rallying cry for the ignorant. When when they when when he gets to prison, they can they can he can use it for whatever the fuck he wants. Uh all them people inside don't give a damn. I guarantee you there's a there there is a representative chapter of the Nation of Islam uh in the penal system that is excited as fuck 
for no. Donald Joseph Trump to make his cameo appearance. He could talk all that shit about who got his back. Yeah, okay. Sit, yeah, sit, sit your ass down, hold my hand, and listen to R. Kelly sing all my favorite love songs. Not to put a damper on your enthusiasm, but he still gets Secret Service protection even if he goes to jail. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, there's gonna be. Oh, it's gonna be consensual. Uh, it's gonna be. It, 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 look, them Secret Service. We've already seen from the past two presidents that the Secret Service is not just some. They're not the Night's Watch. They're not just some indomitable wall <laughs> of honor and protection because they definitely let a nigga get over the get over the fence in and in, into uh during Obama. They definitely but, let that nigga get over the fence. That was Obama. And though. into the lobby, nigga. That like, was Obama. You know, people uh, they're going to be racist before anything. And and Trump said we going and Trump's definitely said we going to the rally. And them Secret Service people definitely said, "Suck my dick." We going back. We going back home. Yeah. These, are, I'm telling you, the Secret Service is not. They have not taken a knight's oath, or anything. They're not the Green Lantern Corps. They're not the Knights Watch. They're not. They, they haven't taken a vow of honor. I will. I will. I will father no children. I will. I will hold no titles. None of that shit. If it come down to it, show me, first of all, the Secret Service person that's doing prison watch with President Trump. That's just going to be the detail. They've already said some shit that they, they've already said in some mind some shit that they not doing. And if the, and if the shit goes down, they might just look the other way. I'm convinced of it. We'll see. I I, I doubt he I, even goes to prison in yeah. the first place. To be honest, I think I think the, the Department of Justice was like, "What happened now?" <laughs> <laughs> we said, "What?" Don't listen to this fool, y'all. I don't know. I, I mean, I mean, and he again, he's basing that off of um, the the New York. Yeah, the story. Uh, this is about the Stormy Daniels shit, yeah, anyway. This, this is about the, oh. the porn star payoff, not yeah. about. Oh, insurrection, not yeah, about they, yeah, they don't documents, a, not about coercion. Yeah, they don't give a fuck about Stormy Daniels. The arrest only becomes exciting to me if it takes him by surprise. If, <laughs> yeah. if I wake up tomorrow morning and they're like, oh, by the way, uh, we took Trump to jail this morning. I'll be like, oh, tell me more. Because <laughs> you know what he's going to do? He's going to do like them kids. You know when kids, when kids are tired but they don't want to admit they're tired? You try to take them off the bed, and they just they just let their whole body go dead, and they just they just let their whole body fall, so they make you drag them across the floor and shit. Trump gonna do that, I guarantee you. This thing is gonna go to jail with cameras. <laughs> Greatest arrest ever. <laughs> They're treating me so horrible. No, no person has ever been treated more horribly than me in, in the history of the no, jail system. In the of history America. of the prison industrial complex. <laughs> I'm treated worse than black people, and I love the blacks. They go, but I've been treated worse than them. (laughs) They've never been treated as 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 unfairly as I have, and I have plenty of black friends in jail right now who've told me the same. Exercise in five minutes. Shut up, nigga. Sit over there. Hold my hand. Hold my pocket. (laughs) I'm telling you, Trump gonna be somebody's boyfriend. I already see it. I met a wonderful man named Supreme. Told me to hold his pocket for him. Nice man, big man, nice strong man, man. Big, strong man. You know, he told me, sir, 
I really respect you, sir. Should you just uh, never put your hand the- right here on my pocket? <laughs> privy, privy to a never any supply of cigarettes. Oh yeah, said That's- he would vote for me. I'd watch, like everyone else. I watched that reality TV. I, I would have watched the reality TV. I was watching reality TV show where Trump tries to hold his campaign from prison. Look, he would. You, you're speaking it into existence. He would. Which is it's what you're coming. doing. It's and, coming. Every prisoner should now have the right to vote as long as they vote for me. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is going to be good. Remember, who is that? I don't know if y'all know about this. Uh, 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 Romney Malco, he has that character that's in prison, but he's like a motivational speaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, man. It's uh, going to be like that. It's going to be like that. They, ah, shit, they, need, they need to introduce. It's funny. It's hilarious. He, he had a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was great. Um, I wish I could think of his name right now because it's hilarious. But. I, I think it's going to be on the level of that. It's going to be on the level of, like, it, we can't tell if this is parody or not. Um, Trump, as Trump, and, and the, the name is going to be Trump going to be somebody's boyfriend. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait. Honestly, I can't wait for them to just just hold him until trial. To Juana Jackson. To Juana Jackson. Yeah. That shit was hilarious. Um, then I just I it, it's gonna be the Trump season of the night of. Remember that show wow. on HBO, the night of. Yes, where that where that nigga did the dumbest shit, would just did nothing but the dumbest shit imaginable, mm-hmm. and couldn't believe he ended up in prison with Michael K. Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get the Trump version of the night of. I guarantee you. Rest in peace, James Gandolfini. Um, My new best friend's name's Jamal. Had a, really, had a really good talk about a lot of things, you know. Um, just oh man, here's a oh here's a good story. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I forgot about this. This is so good. Repeatedly told me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Don't this... know where that came from. Lovely man, though. Yeah. <laughs> ah, the return of nigga peace theater. Clap, <laughs> clap, white people. Um, this is according to MSN.com. 25 employees walk out after Pennsylvania restaurant owner names drinks, quote, the Negro and the Caucasian. Let's hear both sides. (laughs) (laughs) Dozens of employees walked out from a bar and restaurant establishment in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. In in where? Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. In where? Yep. You heard it. Jesus. After (laughs) After the owner created a menu which featured drinks named after racial terms. According to the Gettysburg Times, at least 25 employees left when Donald Hoffman owner of Mila Kitchen at Jack's Hard Cider, decided to serve oddly named cocktails in, in the theater that operates out of the same site. Uh, where are we? Uh, many of the employees who expressed their frustration on social media said Hoffman wanted them to serve drinks with names such as the Caucasian and the Negro. Can I describe these drinks, please? <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to know. I want to know what was in these I'm drinks. I'm curious. Because, like, if the Negro is just all Hennessy... <laughs> Right. I might take offense. Right. Now I'm offended. But I might See, I really thought you were going to say the Negroni, and then you just kind of stopped. No, it was right. the Negro. Right. No, Negro. he went there. It's the like, Negro. Oh, uh, okay. 
Myself and, all, and most all my coworkers walked out on Friday due to the owner and heads of production at Jack Cider pushing for some racist cocktail names, Emily Kate Hessler wrote on Facebook. Despite days of, of efforts from upper management to trying to halt this cocktail and its name, Friday comes and it's time to reveal this weekend special. I made a formal complaint to upper management and notified them that if the name isn't changed, most of the scheduled staff will be walking. An email was sent to Donald informing him of our plan, and his reaction was explosive. Fuck him. Hessler, who, who's, who had much more to say in her lengthy post, uh, said some people were fired and others, quote, were told they have to walk if they have an issue and we won't be getting unemployment. Oh, we, so he's a whole dick out here. We have to. We we asked to hold a meeting to inform those those um, those not there what is going on, so they can make an informed decision. Since choosing to walk out and protest uh, will be taken as quitting. Uh, let's see. There was another. Oh, Donald. Oh, here's, uh, according to People's World, Hoffman purchased the already operating restaurant bar in 2019. Blah blah blah. Donald has repeatedly mistreated staff and emotionally. Being emotionally and verbally abusive, sexist, inappropriate touching, and comments to f- both female and male staff members. Damn, he just he just rocking out with his cock out. Man, what's the name of this restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> this is eh, where was it? Where was it? I gotta go up. Uh, this is uh, something about Jack's hard cider. Uh, I can't find it now. Where's name? Mila Kitchen at Jack's Hard Cider. So he was racist, he was abusive, and he was touching the women. And he had racist names for drinks. What would you name, what would you mix, and what would you as a listener mix and call it a Negro? Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> Now, ask me the other question. What would you mix as a drink and call it a Caucasian? Hot dog water. (laughs) I like the consistency. I like the consistency. (laughs) What is wrong with y'all? Fucking hot dog water. You you know, I actually want to try this. I'm going to make a hot dog water alcoholic beverage and call it the Caucasian. We will not be drinking that in this program. No, because we have dignity in class. Like, guess <laughs> what? Who I'm going to give it to? Damn, I actually got excited. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, man. We got to make you phonic drink that shit. <laughs> we got to make you phonic drink that shit. I hope he's not listening to this episode. Because we definitely going to make him drink that bullshit. How, how, how close is it to episode 250? <laughs> oh, God. A redo of uh, episode 50? Maybe episode 225. I will say, it doesn't have to be a, re, a redo of episode 50. It could be a redo of any time this nigga has been on the podcast. Yeah. He definitely wanted Randall fucked up. Man, I don't know he got he this nigga wasted me. on his anniversary night. I don't, I don't know <laughs> what he has against me, man. That was amazing. Um, oh, my God. Send your racist stories. Send your real-life racist encounters along with your listener letters, questions for myself, D. Randall, Fluent, or anybody you hear on this program. Please send those to opinionswhileblack at gmail.com. <laughs> or you can log on to opinionswhileblack.com. 
Find out more about Houston's Most Savage Podcast, ways to listen to us, ways to buy merch. Uh, that's on mute, uh, so you can get the air horns there. Uh, ways, to, ways to buy merch. I told y'all that whiskey was going to kick in. <laughs> I told y'all that whiskey was going to kick in. <laughs> and ways to become a patron for, for bonus content, uh, exclusive merch, Discord access, and more. No tier, there all the tiers are under ten dollars uh so far. Um we will be back with a listener letter and the top three STFUs. This is Houston's most savage podcast. Pour up. Clap white people. Or hydrate. Yeah, probably hydrate too. <laughs> You've been drinking as much as I've been drinking while while this podcast is going on. Uh yeah. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And so help me God. I have been drinking. You got to help yourself. <laughs> Just keep hydrating us. I, I, oh, I intend to. Because <laughs> this cannot continue. Um, it's time for your listener letters. Tales to Enrage wants to know, for good or ill, what is the most American food, and more specifically, what is the most Texas food? The most American food is probably... Uh, hamburger. Hamburger. Yeah. Almost certainly. Yeah. The most Texas food, coincidentally, probably mm. the hamburger. Mm-mm. I... I think there are only two correct answers for this one. Tacos and barbecue? I would say Tex-Mex in general. Sure. And barbecue in general. Yeah. um, Tex-Mex is more exclusively Texas? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And barbecue, you just don't taste barbecue uh, anywhere else the way you taste it here. Well, yeah, Texas barbecue is definitely its own distinct style. Yeah. So, uh... Cali got to shut the fuck up. Like there's there's Memphis barbecue, there's North Carolina barbecue, there's yeah. South Carolina barbecue, I've and ta- then there's everybody else who just fucks up the grill. I've tasted Correct. them all. Yeah, Cali, Cali y'all got to shut the fuck Kansas up. Kansas City barbecue is just a sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a vinegar based sauce. I'm like, okay, y'all ain't right. no, y'all ain't popping like yeah, that. That ain't it. That ain't it. Um, Baltimore barbecue, y'all just, just stop. Too far north of the Mason Dixon line. Just stop. What are y'all doing? <laughs> figure <Tew. out. laughs> y'all got to figure out something else to do, man. Yeah, because barbecue is not y'all's gift. Um, Dallas barbecue, which Dallas barbecue is actually a place in New York. Uh, I've only ever been to the one in Brooklyn. Amazingly enough, is not primarily a barbecue spot for real. Um, but their barbecue was mid. Mm. The wings, everything else was on point. Like it was very Americana. Everything else was on point. 
including especially the margaritas that just have a giant Corona sticking out of them. Uh-huh. I, I shit you not. It's a, it's a, it's a big semi fish bowl. Yeah. Uh, margarita glass with your, uh, they gave, they just handed me one with a big Corona sticking out of it, but it's really your choice of beer sticking out of that motherfucker. You will be fucked up immediately. Mm-hmm. Will fuck you up. I, I now all now I miss New York again. Um, New York has all kind of ways for you to get fucked up, and they usually involve something with some kind of beer and or bottle of liquor sticking out of the glass. It's amazing, and they don't quite do it the way we we don't quite do it down here the way they do it. I've never seen anything like it. What with the beer bottle? Yes. I got you. We'll talk. I mean, they do. I mean, they do it here and they do it other places, but they don't fuck you up like they do up there. And don't get me started on the uh, mimosas up there. That's their thing. We would have bottomless margaritas down here. They would have bottomless mimosas. Um, Nothing wrong with that. Regionally wild. Um, Yes, barbecue would definitely be the most signature Texas food. Uh, I don't understand how tacos work up in New York. They definitely don't work the way they work down here. Um, unless you uh, unless you go to Spanish Harlem, which is an amazing place for El Salvadorian food. Um, that's a good question. Um, oh, Tales to Enrage a few weeks ago asked us a question about donuts and said, you know, you get like what like uh, what is your you get a dozen you get a dozen donuts. What is your combination now? Tales to Enrage doesn't notice about black people. Uh, this is a this is a well kept secret, and maybe I should keep it a well kept secret. But this is something he doesn't know about black people. We only eat plain glaze. I've never seen black a black people's function. I've never seen black people take donuts to work that were not a full dozen plain glaze. So. I, as a fat guy, I have the conversation fairly too often with people uh, when debating the best donuts and so forth. And I am of the opinion okay. that if you're trying to determine, well, I know this wasn't a question about who has the best donuts. Sure. But as a qualifier, I usually say, let's start with whatever that place's glazed donuts are like. Okay. And no matter where I've been, fresh off the conveyor, Best glazed donuts are Shipley's. Period. People argue Krispy Kreme. I'm like, maybe your teeth will fall out. That's fine. <laughs> but, Who needs teeth? But fresh, you don't need teeth for donuts, actually. You're right. But fresh off the grill, Shipley's donuts. Now, if I'm putting together a dozen, that's where it gets a little bit more complicated. Although black people, and I include myself in that, love glazed donuts. I am particularly fond of chocolate ice donuts. Really? I like the little cinnamon ones. See, now we're starting to open up really? here. Really? Not the chocolate ones. So, I, don't, I don't like those little flavors. So I, so basically for me, especially with Shipley's, it's a glazed donut with just a ring of chocolate on the edge. Just a ring of chocolate on the edge. 
I fuck what? with that heavy. Bro, you sounded like, uh, uh, what's his name when he was painting? We're just going to paint some happy little trees. Get you it was a, very you know, Bob Ross. Yeah. Bob Ross. You can do your own little donut. Just, just, a, happy just a ring of chocolate. chocolate. Maybe you want some blueberry sauce on your donut. Now, if we want to get fancy, if we're talking about, like, let me pick a dozen, that's tough, man. Yeah. That's tough because my inner diabetic has, has a few. It, it depends on where I get them from. If I'm getting them from Shipley's, I'm gonna get a few glaze. I'm get a few chocolate ice, and then I'm gonna say, you know, give me, give me a couple, you know, a few of those little colors of the different ice there, whatever, whatever. Do you get the sprinkles? I sprinkles don't do anything for me one way or the other. I'll take them. Sprinkles are just like parsley. You know, you just have it there. Yeah, it didn't really. I, don't I feel really like taste you have to get sprinkles for white people. Ah, uh, white people, you can just really get them anything. You can get them anything, and they'll be happy with it. Now, if 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 I'm really trying to impress folks, again, I'm I'm using the Shipley's example. A good cinnamon roll, a good bear claw. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. apple fritter. You know, you know, I'll, apple fritter very fancy. I'll throw some of those in there, just especially like on payday. I'll throw that in there for myself. Y'all get the rest of the poor donuts, and it's and it's and it is what it is. If I'm at Krispy Kreme. I'm only getting a dozen glaze. I'm like, y'all can have it. I want to. I want to keep my teeth. Now, if I'm trying to impress people, mm-hmm. now that we have Voodoo Donuts in town, mm. you know, with Voodoo Donuts, you can get some wild shit. You I've can, never had this, and you're gonna pay some wild. You, shit. You're gonna pay some wild shit for it, but this is it's purely a flex. Okay. Uh, okay. Just a flex. It's a flex because they have, knows, you know, okay. yeah, you get like fruity pebble donuts. You know what I'm saying? Fuck? Yeah, yeah. You know, m- maple and bacon donuts. Oh, they're not doing it better than glaze. Have you had bacon on your donut? Yes, from glaze. <laughs> okay. Have you been to Voodoo? Not yet. No, I have not. I did not know this was a thing. Yeah, yeah, try try the voodoo donut. Until you have some some cocoa puffs on your donut, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, banana pudding, nilla wafer donuts. The fuck? I'm just saying, it's just some wild shit. Stay away from the gluten free shit because I I don't know, I don't believe in that. You know, gluten. Anyway. I don't believe in that. I think the more things you take away from a thing, you're taking away the things that make it good. Just. Put extra gluten on the side for me, please, sir. Yeah, I'll say whatever, whatever. If, that, if that's a gluten free donut, well, give me that donut uh, with extra gluten. I mean, if that works, you know, some people they they gonna have that gluten. They gonna that's the last meal they gonna have. Deep fry that bitch in gluten, then they shouldn't be eating donuts. It should not. It's true. Deep fry that bitch in gluten. Hot gluten. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Um. I know I know they didn't really answer the question, but it, it really depends on where I'm getting the donuts from. If, if again, if it's usually if if it's it's from Shipley's, I'm just gonna get a mix of just y'all just reach behind you and grab whatever you see and just throw them bitches in there. But give me some bear claws and some cinnamon rolls for myself. I'll say, give me an apple fritter. You know, McDonald's sells apple fritters now. That, yeah. that shouldn't I'll, count. I'll never know. That I'll, shouldn't count. I'll never experience that. They've always had the little apple pie though. I mean, apple pie is busting. That's and different. That, and that strawberry pie, too? Also different. Man. Apple so pudding. why would you doubt their apple fritter game <laughs> if we talk about the pies apple, we apple fritter is a very special thing, man. Like, any of these any of these mom and pop 
fast food joints can do an apple pie these days. Apple fritter is way different, very special. And there's a there's definitely a, a balance of bread versus apple versus cinnamon versus all that shit. But what I'm saying is McDonald's got a proven track record with their pies. You said bussin' and also bussin'. Yeah, that's true. So go ahead and just try the You did double buss it. I did, Sam. I did. Go ahead and try the. Apple That's the name fritter. of this podcast, by the way. Double, <laughs> Double bust <laughs> Um. Yeah, I think I'm. I'll, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll make and we'll make that a thing. I might make that some kind of Patreon event. Oz goes to try, goes to McDonald's to try the apple fritter. Maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm dying. I don't know. It'll be the same way. episode where we try hot dog water infused liquor. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was an interesting round of questions. Just to get full maximum gastrointestinal distress. I would say, just so everybody is ex- as sick as humanly fucking possible. Um, thank you, Tales to Enrage. Y'all know what it is. OpinionsWildBlack at gmail.com. <clears throat> Time for top three STFUs. Who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? Shut the fuck up! Number three is Larsa Pippen. For those of you that don't know that name and think I just made that up or thought I got that from a random from a, a Game of Thrones name generator, um, Larsa Pippen is the perpetually outside ex-wife of Scottie Pippen, and. We know, and when I say outside, I mean literally cheated with future. Oh, no. That's a new level of outside. Um, And so she is currently dating Marcus Jordan, who is the son of Michael Jordan. Now, as my ex asked me recently, um, she's like, who are these people and why does this matter? It doesn't. It's just entertaining. It's just really entertaining because Michael and Scotty were beefing for a while. Um, having said that, Larsa Pippen got a chill. She was on a reunion. Apparently, she's a real housewife of Miami, um, and she was uh, on. She was on record saying that her and Scotty Pippen had sex four times a night. Every night. Every night. Every night. For 23 years. So that means that someone had sex with a dude that looks like Scottie Pippen 28 times a week. It's a lot of sex. It's a lot of sex. And no one believes it. I'm down for it, though. I want to be 28 times. Twenty-eight. I don't know if I want to be twenty-eight times a week. I got shit to do. Times twenty-three. Randall is doing the math. Thirty-three thousand four hundred and eighty-eight times. You a know? year? Or, or over 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 the course of twenty-eight years? Fuck no, 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 no. No one believes that. Um, and it's not that, and it's it's not particularly like gross or anything. I just I don't want to know that about Larsa Pippen. It's not that it's gross. It's not possible. It's not true. I have faith. I believe 
you in want the to power believe. of love. See, see, for you, and, this is no, and, no. And, and good marriages that have blossoming sex every day, no, regardless of where you are in the world or what's going this is on. Not it. This is not it. <laughs> she was even asked if what? What about road games? Oh, we were never apart. We had our own private plane to fly places. But yeah, yeah, be a part sometime. This future. could ex- this could explain why Scotty was having back problems late in his career. Uh, it, it could, it, you know, because he couldn't get away. See, let me go, let me say oh, wait, let, maybe I no. See, Fluent's taking this a different way, and Fluent wants to believe this shit because he wants to believe this shit is possible for him someday. This is like those people that this is like those people that say they're just temporarily embarrassed billionaires. They just they they believe in all the billionaire shit because they think they're going to be a billionaire one day. <laughs> Fluid believes this bullshit because he he believes that he too can and will be Scottie Pippen one day in terms of. Look, I don't have to be married and having sex four times a night for twenty three years. I'd be good for four times a night for like six months. <laughs> Still a lot. I know, but you know, there are we're certain not talking about in life. We're not talking about once a day. We're talking about four, four times. times. Yeah. Yeah. That you, you know, you have wake up, you have a little quick morning. Then like you have whatever happens in the evening. Then you have the dinner sex and then you have the going to bed sex. I get up maybe two times a night. More, I, I haven't been in a functional relationship in over a decade. Okay, more, hey, wow. more, more, more power to y'all. And man. so when I was in my twenties and I was in a functional relationship, that was that was something that happened. So I I I miss those days. So I'm going to go ahead and throw Scott and throw Larsa Pippen <laughs> and Fluent under the same umbrella. <laughs> Well, and there is a woman there for you. Her name is Larsa Pippen. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Just gonna throw that one out there. Twice. Just make sure that you waft it out. Before- <laughs> 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 um. Oh my god! What is wrong with y'all? I do. I just don't need to know. It was so funny. Uh, I, the lady I told it to, she was like, "Look." I'm still stuck on that woman having sex with Scottie Pippen at all. <laughs> um, which is unkind, but funny. <laughs> um, yeah, they got to Yeah, he got She got to hold that L. We don't want to know that shit. And we don't want to know that shit about you may or may not change your name to Jordan. If you, if you and Marcus Jordan get married either. Uh, that's awkward, man. It's no. What's awkward is that she she knew this boy. When she probably she probably knew this boy when he was nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Larsa got a chill, dog. Like man, shut the fuck up. Number two, fuck the green. Number two is one Onika Tanya Mirage. Oh no. Uh, yeah. Nikki's back on the list, man. And you could probably guess why. Uh, recently, Megan Thee Stallion uh, was attending an Oscar party, I believe, an Oscar after party, with her big, curly, black hair out. Nikki decided that this was um, yet another one of her sons, I'm saying that in quote fingers, biting off of her style and reiterated that all these women are out here trying to do what Nicki Minaj did 
as if no black woman has ever had big curly hair ever in their life. Never. They've always won perms. Nikki, you don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. And it's no it's no coincidence that it coincides with her being on fucking uh Instagram um trying too hard with her thirst traps. Because we all know that when Nikki shows up trying too hard with her thirst traps, it's because she has another song out that doesn't slap. Randall has heard it himself before we recorded this podcast. He can personally attest to, he can he can personally attest to the lack of slappage. Randall could attest to the lack of slappage. Um I think he's demanding privacy at this time. No, I I was trying not to include myself in the conversation cuz <laughs> said let me avoid that. That shit was garbage. <laughs> That shit was garbage. <laughs> Waste of a perfectly good sample. Um, Lumi D ought to get out of prison and fight her for that. Oh, Lumi D is gangster gangster too. Lumi D <laughs> whoop ass. <laughs> Nick, uh, look, Nikki, you don't have to do this. You don't. You really don't. And by when, when I say you don't have to do this, I mean you don't have to do music anymore. And you don't have to involve yourself in music-related things anymore. You have an exhibit at the Trap Museum, fam. What else do you need to prove? The Trap Museum? Yeah. Is that a thing? In Atlanta, I believe. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> is, this a, is this a reputable institution? It's next to the Trap House. Oh. It's... it's it, the trap, the trap museum. I believe Ti came up with. Does this. it have like a perfectly restored bando? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, you have an exhibit at the trap museum. It's Atlanta's version of the Smithsonian, I believe. I, I want to say it's in Atlanta. Um, you don't have to do this kind of shit, and you don't have to do this kind of shit to us. Which I know that's no incentive, but you don't have to do this to yourself. Nikki, Megan didn't do shit to you for you to act like this. And to be quite honest, we didn't do shit for you to keep for you to keep putting out mid music. Nikki ain't had a Nikki probably ain't had a slap since before the pandemic. No, she hasn't. It's been No, I can't even remember the last time. No. Hell no. Nikki man, Nikki is going for Nikki is going for Dallas Cowboys numbers in terms of a hit or a win, or anything resembling progress or success. (laughs) Um, And because you've put out so many hits in the past, that's okay. But don't keep embarrassing yourself like this. Or, you know what, on second thought, keep embarrassing yourself, because it's funny. I'm entertained by it. When Safari's out here doing better than you, it's a signal to stop. That's the signal to stop. Anybody who's doing better than you and they have a line of coconut oils. Wait, he has a line of coconut oil? He absolutely does. Things you learn during a podcast. I feel better educated in that my life is sustained. I don't feel better educated. <laughs> Be upset with me. <laughs> Sorry, wrong about shit, wrong about shit. Uh, all that to say, Nikki got to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up! Uh, and the number three person who has to shut the fuck up this week 
is the Sierra and Russell haters. It is time, y'all. It is time to let these people's nuts go. Open your palm gently. <laughs> Just relax. Relax. Relax in the it's all in the wrist. Take a deep breath. And just one finger by one finger, open those fingers until you have successfully let Sierra and Russell Wilson's nuts go. Wow. It's time, y'all. Fam, Sierra wore a dress with titties and ass out at a party where the theme was titties and ass out. Oh, yes, this is true. The theme of the party was titties and ass out, and somehow y'all went after Russell Wilson and called him a simp for letting his woman leave the house like that and said Sierra was out here disrespecting her, uh, disrespecting her husband and that you would never let your woman leave the house like that. Let's go over a couple of things. One, your wife ain't Sierra. That could really be the end of the conversation right there. Two, y'all can't afford that dress to let her go out in it. So you probably, so she's probably not going to give you a say in whether or not she leaves the house in it. Three, you niggas is cheating anyway. What you give a fuck for? Oh, oh no. See, that's the real part. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, there's yeah. so many reasons that this is stupid. And none of them have anything to do with Sierra or Russell Wilson. Also, I need y'all to stop calling Russell Wilson corny and calling him a simp. This man's vocation is literally taking and receiving physical punishment. Russell Wilson, I submit, could fight every one of you niggas and win. None of you niggas saying this would fight Russell Wilson. Or pay somebody to do it for him because he's awesome. Or pay somebody to do it for him. None of you niggas can fight Russell Wilson. So why y'all got, y'all would never say it's to his face. So I don't understand what all the jaw jacking is about. I think at some point, a lot of these guys who are, who are obviously insecure and, and, and not really satisfied with the progress that they've made in their lives have to understand corny niggas are winning. Perceived corny triumphing. We've seen, you know, them call Michael B. Jordan corny and how that turns out for most of them. Mm-hmm. That nigga, that nigga fucked Lori Harvey. And, and could do the same to anyone that he wants, including some of your girls. Some of your girls are, are ready, are ready to go ahead and take the L or the dub. <laughs> really the dub. Really the dub. <laughs> Look at Eric Andre. Uh, not funny. Not funny. Fuck Rosario Dawson. How many times have you fucked Rosario Dawson? I mean, every time I dream. Yeah, but <laughs> but but once you've opened your eyes, the answer is still zero. Oh, oh yeah, that part. Okay. Reality. Okay, fine. Let's speak in facts and reality. Thanks, I'm just I'm just putting things into perspective here. That y'all got a lot to, a lot of shit to say about niggas that a. Y'all couldn't fight if you if your life depended on it, and B could and would fuck your girl if the if the opportunity arose. It makes no sense. Yeah, 
And yes, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson would also whoop your ass. Guaranteed. Also, Sierra might whoop your ass. Honestly, Sierra more likely to whoop your ass, to be honest with you. I think she, I think she could do it. I think she won. She'd be the one throwing hands first. Yeah, I think because she, she's like the only woman who's come out of a relationship with Bow Wow unscathed. <laughs> but can Bow Wow really scathe anyone though? Like uh, they say, he was beating. The, some of them girls say he was beating their ass. That's about as high up as he can swing. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, it, it hurts to be this corny. <laughs> All I'm saying, man, is the closest, the 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 most intense relationship a lot of you niggas have had that even comes close to the relationship that Russell and Sierra have is with a tube sock. So let the nuts go. It's time. I swear every week I'm going to write that there's going to be a situation where there is someone in the culture where it is time to let their nuts go. Y'all love turning every insecurity y'all have in the book into a Sierra and Russell Wilson situation. Every single one. Every time y'all have ever been insecure about anything in your own lives and your own relationships, somehow y'all found a way to make it a Russell and Sierra thing over the past like five years. It's corny. It's stupid. And it is time to let their nuts go. It is. But what about the Sierra proof? <laughs> it's very simple. And I'm going to do a tutorial on, on, on YouTube about it. That just unclench your jaw. Are you going to use actual nuts for this demonstration? No. Okay. No. Um and just and just un and just slowly untighten that wrist, and once that thumb falls away, that in, that index finger, that middle finger, they're just gonna they're just gonna loosen. I know there's nothing in your hand, but this is kind of uneasy <laughs> to me right now. And you will have and and before you know it, you will let you will let these people's nuts go. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? It, like it, the Why Samuelites it, are getting worse every it week. So long, just go. Uh, just, uh. I mean, I I just I just want to understand what the fuck is wrong with these people. And 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 by the way, you're not fooling anybody. Y'all don't run y'all relationships like this. No, they don't. You don't. They don't have relationships. <laughs> Which is why they're angry. Which is why they're angry. Whoa, I don't have relationships and I'm not angry. I'm a very happy person you, in relationships. That is correct. That's fine. You also have but emotional intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> parents. Um you have healthy you have healthy sex with women. You have a lot of things that these people do not have going for them. I'm just saying, when we were talking about earlier, in terms of giving people grace, I feel like not being in a relationship is not an excuse to be a dick to other people. It's not. It's That's not. All, I'm all I'm saying is, I, it's time. It, it, there are certain things in the culture that will always be there that we'll, we'll always talk about, and I think it's time to let Sierra and Russell Wilson not be one of them. Yeah. They don't care. They're still disgustingly rich. He's still in football. I mean, granted, that season wasn't great. But he's still getting paid. But he's still getting the check. 
He's still enjoying what he's doing. Yes. Let those nuts go and find a titty. You know, nah, let the titties go too. What? Yeah, they. Yeah, I don't think they've earned titties. Actually, they can just go ahead and shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up! We're not talking about you. Right, right. You, you, you can have all the titties you deserve. You're really. free to have all the titties you. Thank, you, thank you. You, you, you <laughs> manifest those titties. I'm manifesting titties. May tonight. you have the titties that they relinquish. <laughs> D. Randall, have we done a podcast? We have. We have actually. Fluent, have we done a podcast? I, I feel pretty podcasted. I I feel podcasted. I feel podcasted out. As a matter of fact, um, I think that's the whiskey. <laughs> it's absolutely the whiskey, uh, guys. Thank you so much. Um, definitely appreciate you coming out. Definitely appreciate Randall. Uh, Randall taking the time out of his oh so busy schedule. Um, you've not heard the last of Randall. We will figure out um, a schedule in advance. It'll be a surprise. It will also probably Maybe. be a surprise. Almost yeah. definitely. We'll see. We'll schedule. You'll y'all, be yeah. I'll say. I'll say. Y'all won't know about it. Yeah. Uh, but Randall will be around. Randall has always been around on Patreon, so you can always log on to Patreon.com, find Opinions While Black, subscribe. One dollar, five dollar, eight dollars. It's easy. No tears under. No tears more than ten dollars. Find us. It's good content over there. I promise you. Um, church announcements, D. Randall. Nah, I'm good. Church announcements, fluent one. Uh, none over here. Okay, I got nothing. Um, so that means uh, we'll be back next week with more foolishness and fuckery. Uh, we're going to be here. We're going to be here to help you get through it. Um, until then, this has been, oh, God, what is this? 217. 217. Yeah. Episode 217. Damn, getting on up there. Of Opinions While Black, I have been Oz. For now, I'm D. Randall. I am the fluent one. And as always, forever in parting, titties. Clap, white people. You get some black people to clap. But the, well, no, the black people are the attraction. The white people only get to clap. They don't even get to cheer. Ah, Okay. Yeah, that's just, that's what they're for. Big ass titties. Bye, niggas. Oh.